for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Elk Bros 2019, in camp, in the house. You're not going to want to miss this show. It's been epic. Much more from our Elk Bros mailbox right here at Elk Camp 2019. So, my friends, pull up a chair, adjust your volumes just right, and welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunting. Welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunting, brought to you by ElkBros.com, with your host, Gilbert Ornelas, and elk hunting coach Joe Gillian. You want to hunt elk? They live to hunt elk. Their goal is to share with you what they have learned grinding it out for over 35 seasons doing what they love. So come on into camp and set a spell. Welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunters. Welcome back to the show. For those of you out there that have been listening to us, glad to have you back. For those blue-collar hunters that have been grinding it out in elk camp and out in the elk woods with us, glad to have you. I'm the host of the show, Gilbert Ornelas. To the right of me, I have our elk hunting coaches in the house, in camp, right here, Joe Gillia and Leroy Chav Chavez. To the left, we've got the Venezuelan Mafia, Manuel Gatron, <laughs> Luis Gonzalez, and Brendan Houlihan. <laughs> there you go. So, stories now. Uh, you heard my story on, on uh, mine, so you know that uh, Chav and Gilbert, uh, we actually uh, spent that morning of the, that was the 4th. Right. We were, we were in Raton, and uh, Chav got, <laughs> Chav asked the doctor, what'd you, what'd you ask him about? If you could go uh, oh, back to uh, the Oh, yeah, I asked him, well, I told him about that we were out, out here uh, hunting. And uh, he, he gave, you know, after giving me the shot and all that, he said, well, get back up there. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of doctor. And I yeah. said, oh, hallelujah. Wow. So, yeah. I, so I, uh, um, Kathy, Chav's wife, and, and my wife, Loretta, have been texting the whole time, you know, trying to find out what's going on with Chav. And, 
asking how he is. And I said, well, we're going back up in the mountains. They're like, really? He said, yeah, doctor's orders. <laughs> I, I didn't get a great response <laughs> from that one. So we get back, and when we get back, I mean, you guys are, are, are in camp. And uh, you, you are talked about the morning, and, yeah. and uh, it's, gosh, I forget, it's almost, it's about 4 o'clock by the yeah. time we get up in here. Yeah. And uh, the first thing I, I, I looked at Manano and Luis and said, because, yeah, well, we came back, they're all sleeping. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're all, all sleeping, they're right? They're wore out from their track. Yeah, we yeah. tracked the bears. Yeah. yeah. 650 uh, yards at least. Yeah. You guys lost. tracked the bear all that time, and. At had, least four had a four hours of encounters. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I had some I had I had a doe within twelve yards, yeah. broadside, yeah. and I had just a cow. left my a cow, oh, a cow elk, a cow yeah. elk, yeah, a cow yeah. elk, yeah. a cow elk. Yeah. I did I, try to tell you about that. Bubble. You did twice, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. But so, anyway, well, no, 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 no. Anyway, but that's <laughs> that's a good lesson learned, right? Yeah. So I spent. I, the whole time we're tracking, I have my backpack on and my bow in my hand the entire time. And as we all know, it's always Manano's fault. <laughs> Manano did say, Let's, why don't we, because we, we kind of lost blood trail a little bit. And now wisely, he actually said, hey, why don't we just all calm down and just have a little bit of a break and then you'll just continue to track. And I said, well, fair enough, you know. So I took my equipment off and put the bow down. And as I'm sitting there talking with him, I was like, man, I don't get this. You know, obviously talking about thinking you're hitting an animal in the bump station and then you right. watch him just run that far. It's like, well, then you start second guessing everything, angles, lighting conditions and all of that. So as, as we're talking through this, right, I look and I see, oh, there is the blood, right? So I kind of get up and start kind of going that direction. And then he, you know, Brendan is behind me kind of leaving little uh, pieces of uh, toilet paper marking the blood trail. Because <laughs> we didn't have any line. Yeah. I mean, Mark. it really does. Yeah. So, it does. And, and, and we get going and we get a little far from where Manana was and... Uh, and he's like, man, we should go back and get our get our equipment. Well, here and, like and this words is one, of wisdom. One thing yeah, I want yeah. to point out is I did say this twice, and which yeah. she said, but my thought was not, you know, hey, we might run into an elk. It's, it's a bear. We're tracking it's a, a bear. bear. <laughs> right? yeah, that's my thought. Like, amen. It's like that blood. And and to and to his point, <laughs> and I agree 100. percent But I mean, this has been over 12 hours since the bear right. was being shot, so I'm not too worried about the bear. You know, being <laughs> you know, he was, but, but was. he was. So you know, I, I, you get into a momentum when you're following blood trail. No, it's yeah. true. And then I was like, man, yeah, we'll just mark this last one, and then I'll we'll just go back and get it. I'm saying that he stays back marking the last one I saw, and I'm probably what, 20 yards in front of yeah, you. Yeah, about 20 yards. 20 yards in front of Brandon, and uh, I start hearing something like, you know, uh, trees breaking. Uh, rocks rolling and i'm like oh my gosh what's going on i hope that's not the bear you know so much about them 12 so, hours exactly. right? I'm with, stay, i put this toilet paper down i hear those rocks crumble and my eyes get real big still, and he like, hasn't noticed he's yet. like <laughs> and i'm like oh no yeah so <laughs> when he starts looking that I, I i look at him he hadn't noticed and all of a sudden he hears and he looks and i'm like look look that direction and uh, so he he looks in that direction i'm seeing at this point now i saw them and I, I saw at least two cows right and they're just coming straight towards where i'm at and they just crossed 
right in front of me and one of them just stood broadside 12 yards from me just stared at me and looked at me and we were in a stare off contest at this point so so lesson learned was uh, don't ever let Brendan <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen to Brendan no lesson learned is like look man I've had my bow with me out in the woods every minute of this trip and the one time the one time I left it behind you know that's when I had a shot opportunity yeah, encounter that yeah, close, yeah. Encounter oh yeah that you, you want to see an animal yeah. and decide to either go to the bathroom in the woods or yeah. oh, leave yeah. your boat out yeah. someplace so, right I mean always <laughs> especially when tracking and Brandon's point you know make sure you, you're prepared keep your weapon ready yes sir <coughs> no, no I mean then, it was we'd been at it for a long time it was heavy we were tired yeah, it was yeah, hot yeah. it was yeah. but then we ran into the northern hunters yeah. They were bugling, they were yeah. calling, yeah. and I text you. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I think we we're playing with Nord. Well, that's actually that's when we started to go down there. We we went back, grabbed our packs, decided to chase the yeah we were. to chase the cows, and mm-hmm. well, we started calling, and he threw out a bugle, and all of a sudden we got a bugle in return, yeah. and we thought, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Here, <laughs> bear abandoned right now, you know, temporarily, <laughs> yeah. and we yeah, temporarily. That's that's sure. what started our adventure on, and oh, that's then, that's where the Two misses and the miss. No, no, no. Here it comes. <laughs> then Brandon realized that they, they were, they were, they were humans. Right, right, right. And he came back and we agreed. We backed yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, we backed out and we're but walking back we, up. As we backed out, there was a bugle. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, before then, Luis was like, you know what? You guys go with the cow call. I'm. It's my duty to go look for this bear, but I don't want to mess up your Oh, yeah, yeah. We were discussing that. And, and we're sitting there having this discussion, and all of a sudden, you know, the hunter bugles blow us because i just backed out i didn't mm-hmm. wave to yeah, him or right, anything right. i just left right i saw him backed out Luis looked at me like i was crazy and i'm like nah it's a hunter it's a dude down there <laughs> and uh so we backed out and we're just getting a game plan together and the hunter below us bugles and then all of a sudden we hear bugle up above us like a real view. <laughs> yeah right. so we just stop and look at each Juggling other like, and everything yeah right? completely yeah. changed our perspective yeah. and we grabbed our gear so we started heading that way and then we kind of went into the flying, flying v, v uh, situation right so i get in front of an opening park i get on my knees uh, in the shadows manano uh manano goes on the left hand side brandon goes on the right hand side I, I see brandon on the right hand side i see actually antlers uh, through the woods kind of being spooked off and when i see that obviously i start cow, cow calling right trying to calm him down so I signal him and I said, did you see him? And he's like, no, I didn't see him. So we kind of regrouped after that little park and then we set up again in a flying V yeah. in a much better position because we had the wind right. So Manano was on the left-hand side and Brendan was on the right-hand side and I tried to kind of place myself in the middle and backed up a little bit. Right. And then and then I started, I started calling, lost cow, muse and muse and then bugles and then this bull is continue to respond and then surprise surprise he starts <laughs> coming our way right and these guys can yeah. tell you because they were actually both in the front seeing everything happening i'm not seeing every once in a while i saw some antlers right. but that's yeah. all i could see i just kept on depending on their reactions right. and how what yeah. they were doing i was no kind of gato vato no so people understand when we talk about flying v basically that's uh we 
when we do our setups, we do an inverted V. So you got your collar that's the bottom of the V, and then you've got your two shooters mm -hmm. going out. And uh, two shooters. Yeah, and collar. so they're they're out to the side. They just split them in, and they're and they're out to the side, yeah, and that try. gives opportunity for that collar to move around and 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 give shot opportunities increase that shot opportunity so that's what our flying v is and yeah. you guys have gone through that and and you guys had your your deal with that bull and then you guys were wiped and we get yeah, back yeah. there in their tents yeah. right and they're asleep like, and let's go and it, so we, we actually went back and continued to look for the bear a little more and yeah. Yeah. So right we couldn't find any more blood right so and so we you guys ended back here and you're wiped <laughs> and, and you guys are asleep and we roll into camp, man, and, and they're all crashed out, and so it gave us a chance just to shake their tree a little bit and wake them up, and, and it, it was like four, and I went to to the to the tent, and I and I was it two? It was, it was two. two. Oh, it was two. We'd, we'd been in the, that tent for about twenty five minutes. Yeah, no more, no, no more than that. Tent, oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there was yeah. there was no sleep going on. All of a sudden, you rolled in and started, was, and we're like, oh, I was God. sitting on the mattress when you when you went to my tent and started filming. Yeah, we hadn't, uh, even, we hadn't it's even It's on got record. To sleep it's yet. on record. <laughs> But we, I go over there and said, guys, man, we're not going to kill any elk sitting here, you know. <laughs> so uh, we came into camp feeling rejuvenated yeah. because we had Chav, the, back. Chav back, man. Yes, I mean, 100%. Chav was, man, he was feeling great. Um, uh, and uh, Got the bike fixed. Yeah, got the bike fixed. And, um, it, it, and so we were ready to go. So that afternoon uh, of the 4th, of the we head out. Um, actually, evening. I'm sorry. That yeah, yeah, that was yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. It was we that afternoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. It was that afternoon. So, yeah. um, you. Uh, uh, so when I say you, Manano, Luis, and myself, mm -hmm. um, we head out one way, yeah. and you guys go another. And uh, we all had our game plan for the, that afternoon. And when we get there, it's four o'clock, right? And um, and so winds were a little erratic, and we were waiting. Strong. Strongly, we were waiting for yeah. for things to calm down a little bit and doing and now one thing that uh one technique that i like to use that i was talking to Luis about is when you get into an area and you're getting ready to head to your location to where you're really wanting to call from i always like to introduce calls along the way because i don't want it to seem like all of a sudden a cow just showed up in an area sure, sure. so I, I like to cow call once we start moving to the area that we really want to be in. And a couple reasons. A lot of times we walk by elk trying to get to elk, True. right? So I start cow calling, and we start moving cow calling, and all of a sudden we get a bugle, a faraway yeah. bugle, right? Yeah. And uh, so we start heading into it. And, and, and to that point, um, I, we also had a conversation that day, and it, I think it's super important what you just said because I've, I've picked this up from you as well. Um, you use that cow calling also to cover for some of the, you know, sometimes we go through really rough right. terrain, right? And and we're stepping rocks, on rocks and breaking, breaking branches. branches and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That's right. And, and I used that whenever we were approaching your carcass because we were coming down this burn and had all these rocks and we were making all kinds of That's the day you shot the bear. That's the day I shot the bear. And I started cow calling as in, I think that lets 
the animals feel like that noise is associated with the cow call and, they and relax. it's normal and they kind of relax right. and we were able to put a stock on that bear and get within 20 yards of it and in fact a little later on this day uh, after we hear the bugle there was a point where we're moving in on this bugle right and uh manano turned around and said joe joe i gotta i gotta say that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we were walking in a really thick area with deadfalls yes. and, and, and right and branches and stuff i asked joe because the bugle was no more than 350 yards yes. away i mean it was close yeah yes. in fact and, I, I bet it was under 200 yards yeah. right yeah, yeah. But, i mean but the it, wind was 100 percent right yeah right and and what i I mean, I, I, I was born with a rifle in my hand. I, I'm a rookie bow hunter, but I, I'm a, a mean, hunter. I'm a, I'm a hunter, yeah. uh, and my father, I, I remember this time, all, all the time, these two, uh, two words from my father. He said, don't move and don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. Yeah, be because silent. We, be silent. I mean, because we are uh, white-tailed hunters. Right. And that's why it confuses me a lot because they are aggressiveness that you hunt right elk it's it's amazing because that animal they can not see pretty well they can cut you in a movement but and i that i i brought this uh, uh into the into the conversation because i asked him hey yo we're getting close we had we have to pass through all of that Deadfall. uh, deadfalls and <laughs> Make we, they, they're gonna see us they're gonna watch us and I'm gonna say it straight out. He said, eh, "Screw that." We're going there. We are going there. Sure, we did. We went there, and the, the bugles making noise, making a lot of noise, going passing through all of that. Mm -hmm. And I, if I, I'm sorry to interrupt real quick, but the wind was forcing us to take sure. that route if, if you yeah. have an opportunity not to make the noise it's yeah, obviously a better sure, opportunity sure. but but you can yeah. the wind was forcing us to take yeah that that's route. right that's the right and then but like he said yes. you know a lot of people especially white tail hunters yeah. they're, they're like you know the they gotta <laughs> move slow and they gotta move silently yeah. no this is elk man yeah, and elk different. are noisy animals uh, in fact when they see your movement without noise they associate that with a predator Danger. immediately yeah. okay so you want to make that noise That's and, and you you join that because elk are noisy animals and so when you join that and with cow calls yeah very vocal. and very vocal so th that's the last thing move aggressively get to yeah. where you need to be make the noise cover you know uh and sometimes you have to be careful like if i introduce a cow call back here that doesn't mean i have to cow call the whole time i'm making noise when they have heard that they already associate the next following noise with elk then when you're in position and ready then you can reintroduce because now it's not the first time they've heard that right. cow call right. and yeah. it, it lets you now set up because now when i call you guys are in position in my flying v up ahead of me so even if they peg me if they peg me in that, it's all good because if they get in an area that's open and they can see, it's usually about 80 yards out, right. 80 to 100 yards that they want to see that cow if it's an open area. That's why I like to hunt thick because now I've screened them. I don't give them that opportunity. If they want to see that cow or that bull, they have to come in to where that short lane is. That's something for people to remember because a lot of times 
we kill ourselves because we want to see the elk coming into us, so we set up where we can see far. Well, if we set up where we can see far, then that elk can see far, and they expect to see another elk, okay? So as we're going and doing that, I have you guys set up in the V. Now I call. So if you guys are 50 yards ahead of me and that bull comes in and, and locks up at 80 yards, it's a 30-yard shot it's for done. you, right? Yeah, Which, right. what, how far was the shot that you got, oh, Manano? 29 yards. There you go, right yeah. there. That's the example that I'm keeping. Because that bull was circling my Most location way, yeah. to yeah. scent check at, thir at that 80-yard mark, yeah. okay? But I was set up uh, in, in a position that I hadn't, I mean, just too many branches. Right. And, and I remember the, your words and getting a position to, to have a, a short opportunity. Short, right, I mean, shooting lanes. Yeah, and, and, and I said, okay, I had to go for it, and I moved it. Right. Towards the animal. Right. Breaking my own rules. No, <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> and I moved it. Right. And I moved like 20 yes. to 25 yards, and I got into a little uh, open uh, a spot, and I had a little pine where I, I was uh, partially covered, right. but I had, you know, clear Stuff shot. To, yeah. yeah, good shooting and, lanes. Yeah. And there is a point where I started to see the antlers right. moving, moving, and I saw the spike, and I saw my bull, you know, kind of a playing around and... Sh and, and Locking. Yeah. yeah. And he was bugling and cow calling, and the spike, he was... Uh, I don't know. You, you, you mewing, mewing. And, and, mewing. And, yeah, and, and we, I call that a bow call or a, a bull mew. Yeah. Right? It sounds pretty pretty similar. Than it, to oh, it, right. yeah. They, look, a bull and a cow can both do the exact same vocalization. Vocalization. Yeah. Had not seen that bull. I I forgot it was a, a cow. Except right. for the bugle. Right. Yeah. No, a cow can bugle. Can bugle well. Yes, oh, they can. Oh, look at that. Yeah. See, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, and all of a sudden he 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 started to juggling. With uh, a glunking, glunking, yeah. with a with a ground tube. Yes, mm -hmm. and my bull was like, "Oh my God, what is what is happening there?" And he started to come towards what? me. Oh, like, oh my God, that was a, that was the killing. The this killings. week, that's been money. Killing town. Yeah. I, I call that the bull bongos. coming and coming and coming, and I was uh yeah I I had a short opportunity at four yards. And I let it pass. And then when they were like 20, 20, 30 yards, the, I was in full draw. The spike, I had an opportunity to let it pass. But my bull, he took a couple of steps and he stopped. And I was praying at that time. I was praying because I was like... He stopped without a shot opportunity. Without yeah. a shot, yeah, right. of course. Yeah. And you bugle again. And I was praying, oh God, please, please give me this opportunity, please, please, God. And you bugle. And he stepped, and he, he took like two, two or steps. three steps, mm -hmm. and I let it fly. And and I remember the knock right on the shoulder, right on the pump the station. Pump station, <laughs> baby, yeah. Yeah, right on the My pump man station. Kills his first but bull. Louis brought a, a good point because I thought that it was not a perfectly broad, uh, broadside. Right. It was a. I slightly, thought it, slightly it, yeah, it was. Towards. I thought it was a, a slightly quarrying towards, right. but it wasn't. Right. I shot it. I mean, a little bit far away in the in, right on the pump, because I I I knew it was 
the because angle. of the angle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, it was more. I mean, right. Yeah. So, so that's critical, and mm-hmm. un, and I want people to understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the animal quartering to you a little bit. Not, I mean, it, and so I what thought you, it was. So what you did was you brought that shot a little forward, forward. to get the be- and it, like Luis said, angles. it's about angles. Right? It was a couple of inches. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, and what I want everybody out there to understand too, an arrow is rigid, but it's it's very flexible, right? So when we shoot it, when it hits something hard, it can actually bend, yeah. right? So we're not getting or a deflect perfect off or, a yeah, deflect. Uh, there's a lot of yeah. things that can go wrong. That's why it's so important to really play the angle and really look at that animal's position, yes, right? So important with bows. A guns, you know, it's going to mushroom and yeah. it kills with shock, yeah. right? Yeah. The arrow needs to pass through. Right? Manano yeah. hits that bull, and that bull takes off, and he goes about 25, 30 yards, and you can just hear the death thrash. Yeah. You know, he yeah. And, and he goes down, crashing, and the branches crashing, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, but it wasn't I, done. Yeah, I heard him. I heard him also. Uh, huffing and puffing like yeah. a struggling to right. right now now here's at this point is something else and this was a learning moment for Luis yes. and, and I want it to be a learning moment for everybody else yes. out there because Luis is still on his side uh, in our flying V and he has a, a and they spike. ran towards my side right mm-hmm. and there's a spike bull over there right yeah. and so I cow call to stop that bull to try to bring him by Luis well, okay, so guys, understand something. Um, Luis also, at that point, cow calls yes. to, to stop this and try to bring the bull, which is a, and unbeknownst to him, and this we had a conversation about, and I want everybody to learn about this, is a huge mistake. Yes. When you are set up and you are the shooters, your job is to shoot. That's it, not to call. The only time you use the call, and I'll explain why. The only time you use the call stop is down. to stop an animal if he's in a shooting position. Right, right before taking the shot. Yes, right. So, or when he boogers. Yeah. Right, if you no, draw and he boogers. No, that's, no, still, no. that's, yeah, sure. that, that's still my job. Sure, the call. Right? Because right. what happens is if as soon as a caller calls, what has happened is when I'm back there as a cow elk and I, and I call... I ex- I establish that distance from the bull. Right. So if that bull is going to stay 80 yards out, again he's only 30 yards from Luis. Right. As soon as Luis makes a cow call, he has reestablished that position. Yeah. Right. His attention is now closer Way and closer. Look yeah. at where I'm at, at instead where of where at. you're at. Exactly. And yeah. so now instead of coming past him to me sure. to get the shot. Now that bull is going to stay circling yeah. out there, and he never came in another foot. Nope. No, he, he stayed, yeah, he went circling around right around 40 yards, 45 yards. Exactly. But obviously behind brushes. And, and, and part of it was, too, is had he, if he was solo and threw the calls behind him, then he can still establish that yeah. that, that call right. is back there. Right. But he, he cow called directly at that animal, sure. so that established that position. So there's a lesson for everybody to learn. If you are the shooter, shooter. your job's to shoot. And uh, so, so Joe, what would you say for guys that are doing it themselves and don't have a collar for them, right? Them that, so that, that, it, that flexible tube. For yeah. sure. And you want you. You to throw those calls behind you because you're, you're able to tuck that, you hang that tube around, tuck it underneath, you know, your armpit. Right. 
and you and your back is is going to hide some of that sound. It's sure. going to re deflect That's back right. and, and off of air. To attest to that, um, but the day of when I shot the bull. I even asked Manano, is that another bull? And he's like, no, that's also Joe. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, because Joe is uh, capable of actually making that sound travel in different directions, just as you explained it. And right. it makes it, 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 it had me fooled, yeah. let's put it that way. So it is very yeah. effective. Yeah. So, bull down. Uh, I you was. Know. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so happy. Yeah. I am so happy. It's yeah, last happy. last year, um, Manano killed a cow last year. Yep. 64-yard um, shot. Yeah, so Manano's 100% in elk hunting. In elk hunting, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's exactly. 100% in elk hunting. Uh, two, two years in a row. Um, last year made a heck of a long shot. Yeah. This year he made a 28-yard shot. And so we're, we're celebrating on the evening of the 4th, right? right? Yeah. Okay, so now we come to the 5th. And all I can tell you guys is the fifth was epic. It was unbelievable. So we had uh, we had our plan again. Uh, two groups headed out, and um, it, we were in position. I was a cameraman. That's right. <laughs> yes, he no made a cameraman, and I and I he told did a fantastic him, job. I'll film you. You better shoot straight <laughs> because I'm gonna film you. He, he goes. The pressure is on. So you guys that are listening to this, um, it's gonna, you know, it's not gonna come out uh, real quick. We got a lot of editing to do, but you had better go see our video. Oh my God. And and yeah. I think I don't know. I, I'm playing around with the name Perseverance uh, for for the name of that video because that's what it's uh, probably mostly been. But uh, um, because we have Luis Gonzalez on video making his first kill uh, on, on a bull elk, and it is epic. Manano's the, uh, the, we the have both place. hunter and animal in the Together shot. Together in the same, and, and, uh, same it, it's, shot. It's, it is incredible video. Great calling, so, yeah. great patience, great shot placement, and great filming, man. And great it's cinema, cinematography. Is awesome. You know, we get out, we get up that morning, and um, our goal is we want to be up on a ridge, and and Gilbert said, "Well, which way are you going?" And my response is, "I'm going where the elk where the bulls where, where the elk sound off at." So we come over the ridge and we start calling off this ridge, and um, we we get no responses uh, to our calls as we're going. And 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 guys, if you're wondering what calls we're using, I always start out with a cow call without a grunt toot, and uh, and then I will do some cow calls through the grunt tube to reach out a little bit and then i will do what i just call location, location. bugle and it's basically a lot of times i it's not even three tones i just go to a high pitch tone and and i'm broadcasting i'm moving my grunt tube like in a 360 like a, a person yelling for people man trying to get it out different directions and so that's what we started doing we started working down the ridge you know and real into quick the wind. On, on the on the bugle high pitch uh, the way you explained it to me once is like sometimes what happens is that as you increase your pitch on the bugle mm -hmm. that initial part of the bugle is not heard long distances right. so if you start off right with a high pitch right. you're immediately just kind of broadcasting that signal further out yeah you know? just and sending it's, it's it out. easier just to start at a high pitch and broadcast it and another important thing is is, is guys um don't make your show too long in mm -hmm. other words there's guys out there that will they'll scream a bugle 
and then they start doing a long old chuckle and they start doing a whole bunch of cow calls and doing all this stuff and there's no way you can hear a response so I, I, I like to scream that call out and, and listen yeah. or I'll do a couple of cow calls and listen so I mean yeah, it's not time to get in your pack and make a bunch of noise where right. nobody can hear exactly man so we're doing this and we end up um, probably I don't know maybe a mile from where we initially started and uh, and I and there's an area where we had scouted that we knew that there was a bunch of bulls in that area and and right now at this time of year we've been in one other area that we're seeing sign but I don't think there's as many bulls in the area so the competition is thick but over here there's a lot of bulls in this area so bulls are sounding off earlier than other ones so we went in and we start working on a ridge and we're working up that ridge and uh, let out a call and we get a response okay. right um, the response is way forward of us so we continue to move in close the gap on that and then um, when we get there we have responses coming across from a fence where there's private property on the other side mm -hmm. so we hear responses over there and we wanted to stay off that fence line but try to pull the animals to us so um, there's a, uh, a park down below there and I get Luis and Manano they go down to set up down on the on the bottom there and uh, at any time if you guys have anything to add to this oh, no, throw it in perfect. and, and so um, I get them down there and I'm staying at the top of the ridge because what's happening at this time of day is animals are moving up to ridges and moving to different places so I have them down there and then I start putting on a show up there on the top and at yeah, first the video is amazing at, listening to the show at, at first it's just basically trying to get some responses and find out the temperature of the animals well while I'm throwing these calls out <laughs> All of a sudden, man, you're signaling us to move. No, oh, I was no. about to say that. Yeah, you're signaling. Well, that the cows no. came down first, right? No, yeah. I was about to to, to tell this. Uh, you because I was the cameraman, a rookie cameraman, and he was trying to, you know, to to say, okay, Manano, you, you go this way, and Luis go that way. No, no, and I no. Was, I, I, was I, like, was, <laughs> I was actually trying to say, guys, move down ten yards. Oh, Move down God. ten yards. Yeah. I wanted them on the tree but line. The problem is so we couldn't. I'm, we couldn't. We had elk. I, yeah. I, I, I get that, but, <laughs> but he was like, and I was like, yes. Manano's like me. Yeah, <laughs> no. It was like Luis. 35, 40 seconds, and he was like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Just stay there. <laughs> Never mind. Just stay put. Man. I was like, they, they have absolutely no idea what no, I'm saying. No, so, no so I said, no, just stay right there. You're fine. So <laughs> I decided I'd be the one to move. And uh, so during the calling, we have some cows and a small bull come over the ridge. From spikes. From mm. the same ridge I'm on, from the backside, mm. and come down there. And uh, it was a spike and a small raghorn. Yeah. And they're pushing these cows because they're hearing these bulls in there, and, and that that bull's like, I I hear the cracking and coming down because you were also wrecking a little oh, bit yeah. in the tree, and I'm like, I turn around, I'm like, look at that way. So they're coming down this ridge, probably 50, 60 yards from us, and they continue to come down, and they actually get into that clear opening, and they actually stopped, you know, because he tried to calm them down and stopped, and they actually stopped in the opening, and I had. 
a very small window through some through the trees and a couple branches and spiked just stood up just broadside about 55 yards and I'm like man should I or should I not and I actually considered taking the shot but then I also saw that it had some animals behind it and I'm like man and while I'm hesitating they start moving forward I'm like good that's not not my shot I shouldn't take it shouldn't take that shot so they kept on going jumped the fence and went up into, into the, the private that, property, into the private right? property. Yeah. and and then also right. here comes a big bull with a bunch of cows yeah and he's following the cows and the cows wanted to go over to that so, area as well so it's a i see on on the public land side a bull is chasing a cow the cow is chasing a little calf right okay and the bull is kind of pushing the cow and bugling but all of a sudden big papa bull comes out from the private property and tells this other bull that I thought it was a big bull, tells him, get out of the way, this is my cow. <laughs> and that cow jumped the fence in front of that bull. He pushed that cow up into that mountain and that bull kind of backed up and said, okay, it's all good. And he just kind of went around it and also went up the mountain. At this so. point, we figure that, I mean, cause you can Done. hear them bugling going away. Yes. And so I changed my tactics yeah. at that point. Instead of trying to call to the bull, the I, I started working the cows and started working like a bull with his own cow up there on the top of the ridge. And then what I started to do was moving away directly opposite away from them and sounding like multiple bulls converging right. into that area, moving away on that. While you're doing that, uh, Joe, we're, we're just sitting there kind of admiring because it was a beautiful morning, right? Mm -hmm. And way down there, 300 yards, you could see of the private property, there was about 30, 40, 30, 40, 40 bulls, uh, not bulls, uh, yeah, I think elk, elk, elk in yeah. general, just trotting and moving up quick into that same ridge it was almost like a congregation right, right. and that big bull was kind of calling everybody in and everybody was kind of moving in that direction and kind of going away and i'm telling manano i was like man you know i feel bad for joe because he sounds like he must be out of wind after all that calling he's doing out there i mean we're sitting there for i don't know 45 40 minutes, minutes right. or something 40 like that minutes at least. and joe is calling and wrecking trees and moving from one direction to the other and just doing all kinds of pulling all these tricks he's out on these sleeves i'm about to get up and tell joe it's like dude they're gone you know they're not they're not coming in so but i'm just sitting there and then you started doing the uh the lost the loss thing. so the lost cow call was huge because yeah. it started pulling the cows uh and uh, in and when you pull the cows in you pull the bulls in right so uh, absolutely and it, the way as you were doing that, the exact same response will come from that, from those woods. Go ahead and do that. Joe, demonstrate it for us. Here. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and annoying like that. Yeah, and, and the exact same response. I mean, you would do it, then we'll hear it also from, from the woods. You do it and you hear also from the woods. So from the private property line, you see a little calf coming out, looking everywhere, just completely disoriented, <clears throat> like she was wanting to go to where that sound was coming from. And behind her, there was a, a cow. It's probably that, that, that uh, the calf's mother mama. of the calf's, calf's mama chasing that calf saying, hey, where are you going? Why are you leaving? You know, and obviously behind that, there was a smaller bull that was behind that cow. 
So, I mean, as he brought that calf in, it's like everybody was trying to follow everybody, you know, and then all of a sudden another another cow comes out and then a bigger bull comes back behind smelling that cow. And I'm like, oh my God, keep doing that. So <laughs> that little calf is so confused and she decides to jump the fence, right? So she jumps the fence, cow jumps the fence and they're just coming our direction. Joe sees this from above and sees that they're coming straight at us, so he starts moving to the right. Is I started correct? moving down the ridge, down so the instead ridge. of instead of the Being animals, because they were getting ready to head to their downwind side. Yeah. Right. So by <laughs> heading down ridge away from them, it actually turned them and started pulling them across in front of them. Co correct. And and so I see them making a slight turn to the right and kind of stopping. That that bigger bull, who's was who's the the last one to actually jump the fence. Uh, he wasn't the he hadn't made the decision to jump the fence yet So at this point I got the calf and a cow within 20 yards Monano and 18 yards, but I'm like the wind is coming from my left to my right if they get spooked They're gonna run in that direction and that bull is gonna try to follow. Yeah, you you, you judge it really well yeah, I, I, I would have so in a, in a way, you know, eventually, long short, that bull decides to jump the fence. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to follow that same line and he's going to be in that same spot where that cow is. I'm going to wait for that bull. So I waited for that bull and man, that bull has stopped in the exact same spot where that cow was. And you and were at full draw. I was at full draw at that moment, and all I did, as I, as I saw him coming, all I had to do is just make one little step forward, and uh, I let it fly. Yeah, you know? now, that's important, though, dude. Yes. I mean, a lot of people would not have moved because they go, well, I don't want to spook the animal. But now you you don't have an opportunity if you don't. Right. You have to create your opportunities. So he moves out, and that bull looks your way, mm -hmm. and boom. I mean, over. He was it, down. Yeah. Money. Thank Five you. years oh, of accumulation. You. <laughs> you. The Venezuelan Mafia scores first bull, first bull, epic day. Epic tagged day. out. The tagged Mafia out. was tagged out. tagged out. That bull ran 30 yards and actually did a flip. A front it, flip. Yeah. yeah. Like a it, suplex. The head went down and the butt went over, man. Butt over and, tea and, kettle. And, yeah. and muerta. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was dead, Dumb. man. And uh, DRT. Dead yeah, he, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was it was incredible. And what was really so incredible was um was your reaction. The man. moment. Because after. the same amount of emotion to your remorse that I got to see yeah. when you wounded a bull was the same amount of uh of gratitude and jubilation yes sir um uh, for for making that Absolutely. shot and watching that bull go down i mean you were shaking like a leaf you were crying and uh, <laughs> and, and manano's capture of all of, of that. that was phenomenal oh yeah phenomenal. wait till you see this everybody awesome. wait yeah, till you see this on phenomenal on it was it was very emotional <laughs> yeah very i, I love the shot i love the bull bugling jumping the fence but the the, the shot afterwards amazing so that that's the morning of the fourth man yes and so now you know uh when we get back you know we've been doing an animal all day and so we get back to camp and it's a later part of the day Super right? late, yes. And, uh, you know, 
we got guys taking care of meat. They're exhausted. We had we had uh, hiked that bull out quite a ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we had to really, and the three of us packed that bull out, mm-hmm. and in a lot of good teamwork mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, sure. That that was awesome. I actually had to hike and get a bike, and uh, man, we weighted down my bike so much. I think I ruined the <laughs> suspension on that. But uh, we got it. And we got over here, and then that started out. Uh, that started out the evening of the next hunt. So. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. The morning for us was uh, it was it was crazy. A lot of a lot of activity going on. Uh, you know, guys, when you're hunting public land, you just got to endeavor to persevere. We run into several hunters uh, and several hunters several times in an area, right? Yeah, it was a disaster. Uh, it, it well, yeah, I, yeah, but we learned a lot, right? We actually had some bulls talking to us, so we knew there were bulls in the area. Uh, you know, Joe's always told me if you could hear them, go to them, right? Yeah. And uh, I know Brendan uh, thought I was absolutely crazy trying to crawl this mountain to go to him because it was not easy. It and, was hard. Well, they were far. Yeah. And well, I, and I knew that they were. They they weren't that the far. Reservation. They they weren't that far, and I knew that if we could get to them, I had an opportunity. To call he it. said they're far, and he's yeah. like, they're not that far. They're not that far. <laughs> I promise that. you, they were far. No, they weren't. They they were exactly where. Jeff. They were exactly where you guys, uh, right, where we right, were. Okay, right. so they weren't that far. Well, far is a relative term. Yeah, far is a relative <laughs> term. Now, so he got to watch what far really isn't last night. Well, right? and that's and that's absolutely true. Right. When when we went up that hill, I thought you're absolutely crazy. Right. Because those bulls, I knew that they're not. That I didn't far. know exactly where I was, but I knew that there was a fence, and I knew those bulls were on the other side of it by a long way. Right. Not and that I didn't far. think that that was. That was happening. They I just think covered, that was possible. Yeah. They cover a lot of and ground. Then, they do cover a lot of ground. Last night you proved me wrong right. because you pulled Oh yeah. what what you're getting ready yeah. to tell right now. Yeah, is, yeah. 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 plus yeah. you never know what's between them and us. Absolutely. And, well, that's, that's, it, they just weren't vocalizing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, when we'd seen that all week, we had bulls come in silent on us several times, right? So we knew that, I knew that if we could just cut the distance that we'd have an opportunity. We'll make a long story short, it just didn't work out, right? And we put in a lot of work, right, right. getting yeah. up there. So, uh, you know, we come back to camp. There's jubilation, much much rejoicing, and Luis getting his first bull. Joe decides, he says, uh, I said, where you, he said, where do you want to go? He goes, I'm going to come with you guys. I'm going to call, and I'm, I'm going to be the cameraman, right? So I told Brendan, I said, all right. I said, uh, you know, we got the Mac Daddy coming with us. So, you know, Gilbert gets to leave the bugle tube at home only if we need to put on a show or whatever, right? So I got the Elk Whisperer with me, uh, and we ease out. So we go over to the same area <laughs> that we started in the, the, the morning. morning, the morning yeah. And I'm like, man, dude, this area is lit up with bulls, but most of them were where you guys were right mm-hmm. that further that sound further, further sound. west and the, and we didn't have the wind real good joe was very patient about letting the wind switch and we got to the top where we needed to go and we sat up there for a long while and we had some bulls responding but they were a long way off i'm talking half a mile half mile quarter mile wow. right oh, and when he fired them up and got them interested you heard one start glunking and he goes, oh, we got one kind of fired up. He said, uh, you guys go ahead and take your positions and let's see what happens. They got a long, lot of ground to cover. Yeah. Well, look, it's getting late, right? And these bulls are really, they're vocal, but they don't, don't sound like they've made a huge move. Now, they are getting closer, right? 
Every time I hear them, they're getting closer. But you could hear their aggression right. escalating. Escalating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at about, I don't know, 7 o'clock, I have a family of mule deer run down on me that I thought it was a bear <laughs> coming in on me. I mean, it sounded like a herd of buffaloes coming from behind me. I, and first of all, these bulls have been coming in on a silent all week. Right. Yeah. right. So it could have been a bull. So when I turned, I got a mule deer staring at me in my face at four feet. Right. I'm serious. Now, four feet, the mule deer is looking at me. So it scared the fire out of me. I scared the fire out of the mule deer. Mule deer take off. Everybody's scared. Yeah. Everybody's scared. And I happened to look down. And I see a bull walking into a park. So I take my rangefinder and I can see it. He's going straight for a walla, right? Mm-hmm. So he crow calls. Well, nine times out of ten when he crow calls, it's done. Mm-hmm. We all converge, right? I walk up there to him and I said, Joe, that bull's in the park down there. He goes, really? I said, mm-hmm. yeah, that bull's right there in that park. He goes, huh. And he lost cow mews mm-hmm. like three times. That bull goes nuts. I mean, we know he's coming, right? Yeah, he coming. goes, y'all get back to where y'all were. He said, let's just wait right here and see what happens, well, right? I was I was getting ready to walk up, and yeah. then Chav just like, hold yeah. on. You, yeah, you exactly. got the bull to bugle, and then you guys stayed with Joe, and I, I stayed Yeah, up. I just stayed right there, and I said, you want me to move down? He goes, no, let's just see what happens. He goes, he taps me. He goes, I see him. I said, yeah, he's coming, you know. So, he, you know, everything was textbook man just like you want to do you patient and we were getting ready to bug out and this bull just decides he wants to play ball right absolutely so joe puts on not only unbelievable job of running the camera but he's also calling okay so my job is to shut up but my first job, my first instinct. That's tough for you, too. Yeah, it is. Because I love, I, I love to call. Right? I love to talk and I love to call. Right? So it was really tough on me. But I knew I got the best caller in New Mexico oh, behind me mm-hmm. and running yeah. the camera. And I got my, my hunting buddy, Chav, right beside me that I've had for the last two or three years who's really kind of a rock, man. The guy really can calm you down. So we're sitting there. The bull... <laughs> the bull jumps the fence, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this fixing to go down right yeah. here, right? So we're standing there, and this bull walks up, and, guys, y'all are going to get to see this footage on Elk uh, Incredible, man. It's incredible it's awesome. footage. Awesome. Uh, this bull walks up and bugles in our face and chuckles. <laughs> it's a 10-minute siege, right? Yeah, right. And, and from, from the point that we can see him. Yeah, from the fo- point we can see him, it's a 10-minute siege. Because he disappears after he jumps the fence because we're up on a hill up on the ridge and where he jumps and where he goes is down the ridge where we're not able to see him any longer. So I'm throwing out just a few cow calls here and there Mm -hmm. and uh, just trying to let him know and and I throw a little buzz call um, trying to let him know that uh, I'm being a little insistent and next thing I know I'm starting to see the tips of some horns. Yeah and there's a bull across over there in another park who's just wailing away too right yep. and some cows mewing and i mean it's uh it's turning into this showdown right this bull's horn starts creeping up and i've seen a lot of bulls called downhill done it myself but i don't know that i've ever called a bull uphill okay <laughs> from a quarter mile to a half mile off right so i'm telling you this is epic right i'm i'm now i got to do my job as the shooter right and i got to pick the ethical shot this bull walks up to us within 40 yards, and he's frontal, okay? And he is looking dead at us for 
three to five minutes. Well, at that point, he's 30 yards, bro. Right. Yeah. He, he's, he was but he's 40 for me. He's yeah. covering distance, too. So he moves up a couple of times, right? Right, right. right. Chuckles, bugles, and you're going to get to see it's freaking <laughs> awesome, right? He chuckles, bugles, comes, moves up. Now he's in the killing zone. He's in 30 yards, and people, I've never had a 30-yard shot in a day in my life. I've killed a lot of bulls, but they've all been far, right? So I'm I'm really going, I can't mess this up, right? So I asked Chab, it's real low-light condition, and because it's shooting through shadows in a small window, I asked Chab, I said, Chab, how far? I mean, we get fixated on all this. How far, Chab? He's like, he's ticking away at that tank. He's like... <laughs> Man, it says 35, and I know I'm shooting downhill, so it's really 30, right? right? Yep. And uh, so we just wait, you know, and the, the bull actually looks over at Brendan, and Brendan's got his predator decoy out. Mm -hmm. He gives it the little ear wiggle, and he looks over there, and he starts to make a turn. Right. And when he does, I'm, I've had my bow up like this solid the whole time. I go to draw, and he catches me, sure and he that. stops. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here's he the end. See, he sees something, but yeah. he's not quite sure, right? So right. the stare-off ensues, right? I'm like, oh my gosh. So, again, he turns over and looks, and he decides, all right, if he turns left, I he's going to walk up within 20 yards. He sees Brendan give that little thing again, a little ear wiggle with that predator call. The bull turns to the right, and as he turns, I draw, and Joe hammers a four-second bugle. I, and the bugle seems like it goes on forever, and you're like, he's doing it to cover my draw. Well, the bullhead actually took a step where now the kill is blocked by a tree. So I move to the left, center my 30-yard pin where I like it to go, and I touched it off. And I'm going to tell you guys, our podcast that shows shot placement, I put it in the 12 ring oh, of where to put it. Bull. And that bull went down within 10 yards of where I shot him, and we watched him fall. And, it and was epic. 15 I'm seconds. In 15 oh, seconds yeah. in right the pump station. Absolutely done. It, yeah. was, it was unbelievable, uh, unbelievable team uh, deal. Brendan actually passed a couple of times because he really couldn't see through the brush where he could make a shot right there. So Joe and his call and Chav and him being calm with me, uh, they calmed me down after it was over with. A very emotional. I'm an emotional guy, if y'all don't know that by now. But at the end of the day, I got to hunt with my best friends right, you know, yeah, that was and, awesome. uh, and, and share that experience. And then, listen, talk about guys to ride the river with. These guys that had two two hours of sleep right after dealing with what they've been dealing with of uh, getting their meat uh packed -boned. up and deboned and all of that i came back to elk camp at 8 30 luis had been down getting ice and stuff like that and i, I said well it's a dang good thing you got more ice because i got a bull down <laughs> and they're like oh my gosh lots of jubilation and everything else and i'm gonna tell you these guys ride the river with you they they spent four hours up on that mountain packing that bull out we got me. back in camp at two o'clock in the morning we got back at two o'clock in the morning luis gonzalez himself made the second trip to go get the last bag oh, yeah. that's the kind of guy i rolled I with, right? yeah i, I mean asleep yeah and, and but fell asleep he was he was totally out <laughs> brendan and i were wore out oh, we've been up that mountain three times that day <laughs> you know uh joe was wore out i mean we uh but we got it done the thing you know? about it is uh Beto, the thought process is that we know that 
every one of us will do it for each other. Yeah, yeah. amen. Yeah. So Hallelujah. It, it's 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 whoever's time it is to help, we yeah. all jump in. It doesn't matter who, because we know that when when it's our time to need help, we're gonna have it from all yeah. of oh, yeah. right. So it's so right. it's it's the thought process. I mean, it's, it's gonna be your time. Right. Well, yeah, you know. we, got, we got two guys to go still. Yeah. We got Brendan and Chav, man. Well, so we'll help you. Four bulls. Three days, three four days. bulls, three da three hunting days. All of them died within just y small yards. Uh, it's been epic, fantastic been awesome. uh, hunting here in New Mexico. I want to tell you, we've had adversity with running up on hunters, bad luck with things, vehicles breaking down, illnesses, you, illnesses, illnesses, heat wave up oh here. I mean, it's been hot. I, I can remember. Years we're wearing when long I, sleeves, yeah. but we're not comfortable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've been up here years where it snowed two inches this time of year. You know, yeah. I mean, we're up here high. I mean, this is this is not like we're down in the you know five thousand foot range. I mean, no, we're right. up high, and it's in the high eighties in the day. Yes. You know, so it's been tough. But these guys are so positive, such positive role models, such positive influences. I mean. That's why we're up here doing it, and I tell everybody, it's what's hard that makes it great. There's yeah. no doubt it's hard, and sometimes you just feel like it's not going to go your way, but you're just one bugle away. You're just one more yeah, opportunity right. away to keep pushing it, you know? Yep. So, yeah, so you've got to hear the stories of the of the days to where we're at this point. Um, we were going to go to our Elk Bros mailbox, but we're right at that, we're over that two-hour mark. Uh, so we're going to wow. save that. We're we're actually going to do a podcast here at um, um, at the end of the hunt as well. Who knows? We might do one if we have another uh, great day like this. We might cover some more information. We had a great opportunity here to do this today because um, we were out till two in the morning, and there was no way we were going to get up and hunt at four o'clock this morning. Right, so we all much. slept in, had a good breakfast, decided we, to do this we, to share this with had you guys. Some clean to yeah, yeah some, some meat to clean up and, yeah. and put away as well. So yeah, I mean, we've got coolers a lot of cool. coolers of meat. Yeah. <laughs> right. and, um, so Ice down. Guys, um, welcome to Elk Bros uh, uh, Elk Camp 2019. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the stories. I've had a lot of people said they couldn't wait to hear the stories of the adventure. So you're hearing it. And um, and it's not something that you can tell in five minutes, trust me. And and. I, if you've gotten anything to know about all of us, we're we're pretty emotional. Pretty we're passionate. pretty passionate about what we do. We're just everyday guys, all from uh, different makes of life, different uh, um, backgrounds, religions, colors, languages, yeah. and yet um, we're all here together as uh, as as brothers. That's why we're Elk Bros. Like Rafa said, Elk Bros getting it done and walking the talk. Absolutely, Elk Bros. <laughs> walking the talk, man. It's been amazing. I can't thank all of you out there that are sharing our elk camp with us. For me, Joe, Jillia, our coaches up here at elk camp, the Venezuelan mafia, Brendan the cat, professional cat killer out of Pennsylvania, from all of us. God bless all our grinders out there. God bless everybody that watches us and supports our podcast. We want all our husbands to kiss their wives. Wives, kiss their husbands. Hug your babies, keep your broad heads sharp and your powder dry, and we'll see you next week right here on Blue Collar Elk Hunting. Yeah. Yeah.